Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon the sponsors or FXBG Public Radio. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. A thwippy thwip, a thwippy thwipping, the tippy top of the Chrysler building. A thwippy thwip, a thwippy thwoe, that's Broadway down below. A thwippy thwip, a thwippy thwelt, stopped a robbery in Roosevelt. A thwippy thwip, a thwippy thwitchin, chatted with a blind pal in Hell's Kitchen. A thwippy thwip, a thwippy thwown, team up to take the kingpin down. Parker. That was a poem I found wedged between the pages of a library book at Columbia University. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I am your host, the Madman. I want to remind you again that I have a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Become a patron. I would appreciate that very much. If you want to send me cash through Cash App, you can use the cash tag shockmonkeyradio, all in word. I would appreciate that as well. Uh, also follow me on social media. We're over here. <laughs> follow me on social media at DNA L E T S A W. That's the word wasteland spelled backwards. That's like my oldest social media account <laughs> when I was still uh, referencing a lot of T.S. Eliot poetry. I'll show you fear and a handful of dust. <laughs> the wasteland at Denalit saw on Twitter. I've been more active on there lately tweeting at Elon Musk and so forth. Uh, also I'm on Facebook. Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook <laughs> and on Instagram at slrobbins13, slrobbins13. I want to remind you, I have books for sale as well. You'll find those down in the description. If you're watching live, they won't show up till tomorrow. So uh, you can all look at last week's video and there'll be links in there as well. But I'll put links down in the description of how you can, uh, you know, become a patron, how you can buy my books and all that. I would appreciate it. Uh, so we're going to have like a looser type of show today. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's May the 4th, May the, f I would say May the 4th be with you, but you know, Star Wars sucks now. It's all run by Disney now and Disney's just not, I don't know. I think they're, they're really screwing the pooch. And so, uh, it's like, you have a lot of property, intellectual property that I'm irritated that, you know, they have control of. And so, you know, and then you have like. You have these new Star Wars movies, and they come out, and they got they got to put in a lesbian couple kissing. It's just why it's unnecessary, completely unnecessary to the plot. I mean, I could argue that even Leia kissing Luke, you know, is wasn't relevant to the plot. <laughs> it just asked it, uh, led to a whole bunch of weird questions in the early eighties. It's like, what is going on <laughs> with Luke and Leia? But, she, you know, Han's flirting with her, too. And you don't find out till you know, Return of the Jedi that they're brother and sister. And then you're, you're, you're sitting there all Game of Thrones style like, oh, well, now. So I don't know what to do <laughs> about uh, these, uh, these Star Wars movies. But Star Wars sucks now. And so I would say May the 4th be with you. It's, it's, it's the first week of May. And so it, it's birthday week for me uh, uh, for the last nine years. You know, it's uh, my uh, my niece's birthday is like uh, like five days before mine, and so uh, it's birthday week, 
And so uh, we celebrated my, my niece's birthday, and my birthday's on Friday. That's why I didn't even bother shaving today. I'm going to shave it all off on Friday. So, uh, if, yeah, if you want to be, you want to do something nice for me for my birthday, go become a patron over at patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Or send me money through Cash App. Use the hashtag shockmonkeyradio. I don't even have any beer for Friday or tonight. You know, <laughs> buy me beer for tonight <laughs> through the weekend. I would appreciate it. All right. So, um, yeah, I did that. Uh, I did that poem, that Spider-Man poem. It's one of my standing writing orders in my, uh, I have a file called aggressively write. And one of the standing orders is write poems about superheroes because I think it's, it's, it's fun. I like poetry. I was, I was always kind of good at it, you know, <laughs> growing up and, you know, back when you're a teenager and you write in poetry, it's all it's like, Oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm never going to fall in love and all this stuff but you can have a lot of fun with poetry and write poems about you know superheroes if you want about spider-man and daredevil if you like uh, uh i also like to have fun with it at karaoke so i'm going to give you a real real useful tip to how to get laid at karaoke all right so you go to karaoke and you change it you just get a little weird al yankovic about it you know you change like a chorus change it into something more fitting to you and people will love it People will love it. And what I like to do is that uh, classic Rupert Holmes song, uh, if the Pina Colada song, also known as Escape. And so what you do is you simply change up the, the chorus. You leave the verses all the same, but you change up the chorus and you say, if you like cheese enchiladas and doing rails of cocaine, if you ever wore a toga, and know the price of propane. And you just love that Dr. Midnight and the JSA. Then I'm the love that you look for. Go get the measuring tape. It's a good jam, right? It's a good song. And you could, you could switch out the lyrics, you know, talking about this stuff. And I guarantee you, girls will want to talk to you after you do that. I guarantee you. Uh, it, it's, it, it's also helpful to have some cocaine on you, uh, cause, uh, the, the, J uh, justice society of America line, you know, a lot of women don't get that, but they all get the cocaine reference, which is weird. I don't even know why, why you'd want to be going after this idiot demographic. You know, they know, know more about cocaine than they do about, you know, the justice society of America. What kind of woman are you where you don't know who Dr. Midnight is? you don't know the Justice Society of America. How can, you're an awful person. <laughs> you're an awful person. You don't know the JSA. Oh, I bet you heard of the Justice League. Bet you heard of them. They're in the Hall of Justice, aren't they? No. No. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, it's going to be a looser field today. Just farting around. It's my birthday week. I'm turning 45. My niece turned nine. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll get back to my niece here in a second, but um, I'll do it right now. Uh, my niece turned nine, and so uh, at her birthday party, she had a couple of these older girls. And I mean older girls, like they're 10 or 11. They're just a little bit further along towards puberty. You know, they started hitting puberty and stuff like that. And so now they're, they're, they act like teenage girls do, where they, they just wander off together, speak softly to each other, because they're probably talking about somebody else. And my niece, she hasn't gone through uh, puberty yet. She's right on the verge of it. But um, but she's not interested in the things that teenage girls are interested in. 
you know, once they start going through puberty, their interests change. And so my nine-year-old niece is, you know, at her birthday parties, making an obstacle course for her and her friends to, <laughs> to run through because that's the kind of kid she is, you know, but she hasn't, you know, there's a couple of older girls and, you know, they're not really into that, you know, and I could see that look on my niece's face. Again, almost breaks my heart, you know. I see that look on her face like that she can't understand why they aren't interested in building an obstacle course with her. You know, it, it's a, uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm fearful of her future, you know, because I was once a teenage boy and I know some of the most cruelest people on earth that ever walked the earth are teenage girls. <laughs> okay. It takes a while for them to get, get a little nicer. <clears throat> Uh, usually the mid, mid, mid to late twenties is when <laughs> women just get nicer and they're not so mean anymore. And so, I, you know, I, I look at that and I'm just like, you know, I feel, I feel so bad for her, but it's her birthday party. I don't want to be seen crying at her birthday party. You know, you're almost 45 years old, man. Get it together. <laughs> anyway, but, um, you know, she also did things like nine years old, got her ears pierced, finally allowed to have her ears pierced. So she went and got her ears pierced. And then we went out to, uh, we went out to dinner and, uh, I had, it's always a conversation with her about the horses. All right. Every time we, I get, you know, near her sooner or later, we start talking about horses and why I I'm scared of horses, why I hate horses, why I think they're evil and they are evil. And then she'll keep asking these questions like, well, what about unicorns? And it was like, unicorns are like, uh, are like the Superman of horses. You know, they're, they're, they're literally a running, living spear. You know what I'm saying? That's why they're terrifying. And if they ever existed, they were hunted to extinction because they are a giant friggin' battering ram. You know? A ballista with legs. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's why, you know, unicorns. And then she asked me questions about, like, zebras. Which is more scary, like horses you find in America or zebras? And so you kidding me? Zebras, hands down. They are terrifying. They are just as dumb and useless as horses that are in, a, in the United States, right? Except that they have to run away from the most dangerous predators on earth. And so many of the most dangerous predators on, on earth are in Africa. From friggin' gorillas to friggin' gorillas to friggin' child soldiers to ch friggin' hippopotamuses, hippopotami. You know what a hippopotamus is, right? They are one of the most terrifying, they're the most dangerous pig I've ever seen in my life. You know, seriously, if every other type of boar and pig everywhere else in the world doesn't get as big as a hippopotamus. That is crazy drunk evolution when it comes to hippopotamuses. You know, and zebras got to outrun them things. And it's difficult. You may think, oh, a hippo's big. It's always hit, laying in mud. It's like, no, that can run like 60 miles an hour. They're from Africa. And so I have to have these conversations with my niece all the time about why horses are evil. And she's like, well, I don't get it. It's like, there's sometimes real cute. You get the little tiny horses, little tiny ponies. It's like, no, 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 no. That's all deceptive. That's all deceptive. That's like somebody bringing a chihuahua to you and saying, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, this, this creature never was a killer like wolf. All right. Just because people, you know, human beings screw with the, the breeding of it doesn't make it any less dangerous. Small horses, big horses, ponies, donkeys, all of them, all of them are evil. And I just, when am I ever going to like win this argument with her? When am I ever going to convince her? Because I think it's very important to understand how dangerous horses are. You shouldn't mess with them at all. You kill them all. That's what I'm saying.
You know, even those Budweiser horses. You know, I don't care how much beer they're dragging. I'm not going near that cart. Anyway. That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> it's just frustrating. It's like, how can I, you know, how can I make my point any clearer? Anyway. Anyway. Uh, let's go to the next, next topic. Um, as, as you may or may not know, I play this game called Four Kings Casino and Slots. And, um, and I'm, <laughs> and I, yeah, I just like playing slots and like playing craps every now and then just to, you know, clear your mind, you know, <laughs> just an amusement. So I, I, I'm on there quite frequently. And so, um, uh, they have all these loading screens and when a loading screen, when you go into a different area, like you're going to the bingo area from the main casino floor or something like that, there's a loading screen and on the loading screen, it'll have to like edit, like many other games that have tips and tricks for you. You know, it's like, oh, you know, dealer has to, like on a blackjack, dealer has to uh, draw us to 17, you know, just little tips and tricks. But on one of the loading screens is like one of the tips and tricks that pops up. It says um, you can only report a player five times a week. And, you know, it apparently it was important enough to put in the tips section that, on the loading screen. So make sure that, you know, all the players, uh, you know, get the tips get to know that you're not allowed to report more than five players per week. And so I was, uh, you know, I was, you know, drinking some beers and suck, sucking back on grandpa's old pot, uh, cough medicine, you know? And I was, I saw that loading screen and I just kind of really started thinking about why that ended up in the tips area. Were people reporting people more than five times a week? Because, you know, that's, that's what happens with law. You know, and it says it's like when, when there's a law in the books, like you cannot carry an ice cream cone pot in your pocket. Right. And that's based upon some guy trying to lure horses away to steal the horse from people by putting an ice cream cone in their pocket and getting a horse to follow. Them. You know, when somebody has to have done that, has to have gone through that in order for the law to be made, for the rule to be made. And so when it says you can't report more than five people per week, that tells me that there are a lot of people, or at least some people, who are making reports on other players. And that's what they mean by reporting a person. All right. Reporting on another player. All right. More than five times a week. Okay. That's a lot. Now, let me tell you something about the censorship that's in this Four Kings Casino and Slots. Because it's a it's a multinational place. There's a lot of people speak French and uh uh, I think there's uh, you know, some Spanish speakers, you know, people all over the world like to throw their money away on the craps table. You know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, it's, it, it is quite censored. And so if you sit there and you're mad because, you know, you just, you know, dropped twenty twenty thousand dollars on the, on the, uh, blackjack and then you busted, you know, and you type in the F word, you know, into the chat, it'll say, oh, It'll, it'll block it out, like hashtag it out, just be a bunch of hashtags for the swear. And then it'll put you in a restricted chat mode. And if you swear again, then they're going to turn off your chat. All right. And that's, that's what it's like on, on this thing. So I really don't know what somebody could do to you in that game and to, in order for you to say, I need to report this person. But the, the, I think the real simple fact of the matter is, is that there, it's uh, the people who complain are always complaining. And that's the point. That's the point of that rule. You cannot report more than five, five people per week. The reason that rule exists is because the people who complain are constantly complaining. Those people who report people, report people more than anybody else. 
And that's the issue. That's the issue. And that's the issue of the internet. That's the internet. That's the issue of like a, of a, a meta, the metaverse. Like Facebook's going to try to try, uh, trying to uh, push on it because you already got people complaining. They're like, "Oh, I got groped in the metaverse." You know, it, it's not real. All right, and so the and that's the thing with the internet is like you get you get uh, you put out a video like on YouTube or something like that, and you get like ten thousand views. If you get ten thousand views on it, all right, you may get a uh, thousand likes. All right, and that's usually how it is. If you look at like any video on on YouTube, you'll see that like like ten percent of the people actually like or bother to like or dislike a video, you know, unless you know, except for before they had the dislike button and like everybody would dislike the <laughs> the new Batman trailer or something like that, and so that's why they got rid of it because pe people like are highly motivated to do that, but at the same time you may get five people reporting it. They'll report your video because of something you said that they disliked or disagreed with or think, you know, and so because like five people will report the video and not simply just dislike and move on with their life like a normal person would. Instead of that, they wanted to report you and say that, you know, that your channel needs to get taken down or your Twitter account needs to be taken down because of what you said offended them. These are the same. These are frequent flyers of reporting, you know, of, you know, reporting on players on people who are you know doing stuff they don't like on the internet they're frequent flyers they're people complaining that's why the whole karen thing came to be the whole let me speak to your manager haircut is a real thing because these people are constantly complaining if you look at yelp you'll see that there's like 10 people who do yelp reviews and it's all they do the the complainers are going to constantly complain and, and so you, you cannot, you know, shape the world around their sensibilities. And that's, that's what I think Elon Musk is talking about when it comes to, like, getting involved in, like, a Twitter and so forth and, you know, really changing the way it works on the Internet. Because these little Karen crybabies who are so offended about everything, you know, they're constantly abusing the, the, the power of the Internet. And that's what that is. You're abusing the power of the internet. Anyway, just a little rant about that. <clears throat> I miss my dog, but I don't want another one. You know, um, my dog died a few, few years back. And we have this picture of uh, Coco, my dog, laying on top of my sister on the couch. And they're both kind of napping. Very cute picture. But, you know, it still breaks my heart because, you know... <sighs> I love the dog, but I disliked it at the same time. I mean, even for a dog, Coco was dumb. Coco was very, very dumb. I could never get her to chase a ball, a Frisbee, anything. The only thing that dog cared about was food and going outside. Uh, and even then, it was like outside was just barking at squirrels. One time, I saw her have the opportunity to catch a squirrel, and she didn't. It was like all these years in the backyard, barking and barking and barking at the squirrels. You finally got a chance to catch one and you let it go. You are dumb even for a dog, but I miss the dog. I miss the dog coming up to me and press up against my side. And I know the dog was saying, hey, you getting up to get me food or uh, going outside here anytime soon? But still, I'd pet the dog and it's, I don't know, it's a nice... 
nice comforting thing to have, you know, a pet. You know, my sister's got a dog, but I don't like, you know, she has the worst taste in dogs. Okay. <laughs> uh, a few years back, she had uh, two pugs. Now, I don't know if you know anything about pugs, but for some reason, girls love pugs. And I'll never understand why, you know, you have an asthma patient, you know, much less two of them, an asthma patient in your house. You know, when, um, when you're in a room with two pugs, it sounds like there's two perverts right outside the window, <laughs> you know, touching themselves. You know, you could be sitting there. You could be sitting there, you know, minding your own business, playing a video game or whatever like that. Then all of a sudden you hear this. <laughs> and you're like, and you look and there's two pugs staring at you. It's like, you know, you guys, you got to masturbate somewhere else. That's all there is to it. And so, but her dog is also, is a small dog. And so, you know, the small dogs are real high strung and they're always jumping around and like eh, running around. I don't like those. I like the big chill dogs. You know, they just come and like they'll plop down in the middle of the living room. It's like, let me know if y'all are eating or going outside. Because let's face it, that's what all, all dogs want. You know, is to eat something or go outside. You know, they'll eat themselves. You know, you know that, right? Dogs will eat themselves to death if you give them the opportunity. They're that dumb. They're that, they're that dumb. But we love them to pieces, don't we? My sister loved those pugs. I didn't understand it. How, you know... It, they were so annoying. I wanted to kick them, but you know, the basic humanity in me says, you know, no, they are living creatures. I shouldn't harm them. You know, they are God's creation. Even if it's a, even if human breeding has screwed them up to this point, where <laughs> they're genetically bred with this horrible, horrible condition known as asthma. <laughs> it's so, you know, I was, I was just thinking, I miss my dog. I don't want to get a new one, but you know, it's, I miss my dog. All right. I want to talk about one more thing before we get into the news, you know, such as it will be. And one more thing. And uh, that's this, and we'll talk about it later in the news as well. Um, uh, this leaked uh, judgment that came out about the Roe versus Wade, Roe versus Wade possibly being overturned here in the next couple months. And all these people throwing a fit, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, a riot in Los Angeles because people in Los Angeles uh, apparently have no idea how government, how, how the United States government works, you know, and all these people who are whining, complaining on the internet or going out and protesting, protesting, quote unquote, protesting, rioting right now because they think Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned is going to have such a huge impact on their life. Because they think that they're causing all this trouble, but it's just clear to me that they have no idea, no idea how the business of this nation works. They think that overturning Roe versus Wade at a federal level, at a federal level, is going to have a severe impact in your life. Especially if you're in LA. If you're in Los Angeles, you know, the whole, the whole Supreme Court decision of kicking it back to the states is the right call. That's the right call. Because I believe in the Republic. And this should have never gone to a federal level. It always should have been at your local government level or your state level. <clears throat> okay? And so if Roe versus Wade gets overturned 
in the, in the federal space. That does not mean people in Los Angeles are not going to be able to still kill their babies. You're still going to kill your babies, people in Los Angeles, because you live in a liberal hellhole. And they're never going to vote for that. All that, all that the Supreme Court is saying is that this isn't our call. This shouldn't be our call. And that's the whole point of it. That's the whole point of it. It's like federal government isn't too big. But all of it, the federal government is too big. I'm sorry. Federal government is too big. And all of you people out there rioting and complaining on the internet about this Roe versus Wade being overturned, you know, you don't understand how this nation works. You got to be able to understand it's like people in New York are still going to be killing their own babies. People in LA are still going to be keep killing their own babies. People in the local liberal, liberal cities, even in the middle, like in middle of Nebraska, are still going to be able to kill their babies. If anything, I would like a federal law of the Supreme Court to make, to make uh, uh, abortion illegal in the country, with obvious exceptions. You know, if the, if the mother is going to die because there's something seriously going wrong, seriously going wrong with the child, that's a different story, you know? Well, maybe, yeah, EK wanted to bring time travel into that, but I'm just going to work on stuff that, you know, we can actually deal with right now. <laughs> He's like, it's like, oh, you're, it's like that scene in uh, Back to the Future. Something's got to be done about your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids, Marty. He's like, what do we all turn into assholes? And Doc Brown is not the kind of guy who would have just said, yes, your kids are assholes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you found out in Back to Future 2. <laughs> I was like, oh, his kids are assholes. You know, it doesn't take a genius to realize that, you know, Marty McFly would have asshole kids. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it just, it just shows how these people think in the sense that they think that all of this should be done at a federal level. I think abortion should be illegal, but I wouldn't first go to the Supreme Court to do that. I would hope that my local government would make it illegal or my state, my county, my state would make it illegal. That shouldn't be in the federal purview, you know? And so you're little, and I always like the idea of the, of the Republic being a, a, a 50, 50 little laboratories trying to find the best way to live, you know? for their demographic, for their area, you know, because, you know, there's tons of Americans that aren't New York and LA liberals, but making it a federal matter, you know, it's, it has so little, to do, it's, it's, it's going to affect so few people who, who really care about it. You know, um, uh, if you, if you think you're not going to be able to get your abortions, you're wrong. I mean, uh, take, take my area. We're in Fredericksburg. We live in the uh, Northern Virginia area. You know, if, if Virginia says, like, no abortions, abortions are illegal, that means I guarantee you D.C. is still going to have them legal. I guarantee it. They make way too much money on that up there. D.C. is still going to keep it legal and probably Maryland. All right? That breaks my heart. That breaks my heart. But that's the way it should be done. It breaks my heart that all those kids are still going to die. I would like it to be illegal throughout the land. Tired of the... What was the number I read? 63 million babies killed since Roe versus Wade. That's a staggering number. That's a terrifying Holocaust level number. And it just bothers me. It's like, if you think that, if you think that uh, 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 the Supreme Court kicking it back to the States is, is this right-wing ty tyranny coming for you, 
you clearly have no idea how our government works. You know, I'm, I, I was real impressed with Alito's uh, ruling, the stuff that was leaked. I mean, obviously, yet, obviously everyone on the conservative side knows this is, you know, it was leaked in, in a way to, in, in, in order to intimidate the Supreme Court. Thank God uh, just, Justice, uh, John, Chief Justice John Roberts said that, you know, hey, we're going to look into that. We're going to find out what's going on, going on, because that shouldn't happen. It's unprecedented. That because you know they need to make this decision and then they need to release it, release it. But what got leaked was like a ninety-eight page <laughs> thing on it, and uh, you know, if I had known listening to yesterday's Ben Shapiro that he was going to be reading the whole damn thing, I probably wouldn't listen to the show, Ben. I'm not a lawyer. I don't. I don't think stuff like that is interesting or cool. <laughs> but I will say that Justice Alito's comments were very good. Were very good. Because the issue isn't, you know, they're not, they're not there to debate the morality of killing babies. All right. They're going to, they're going to let the governments of your, their local jurisdictions deal with this as it should have been from the whole, the whole time. Making it the law, a federal law is unnecessary. And, you know, even as a conservative who is happy to hear that this Roe versus Wade may be overturned sometime soon. I still know that there's going to be selfish, evil people out there that are going to continue killing their babies. All right. So just wanted to say a few comments on it because, you know, these idiots, these idiots, ZK over there, these idiots. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into the news worth knowing. And EK comes running in, waiting for the magic phrase. He's, he'll be in the bathroom, just news with no one, come running. Come on. Yeah, with the toilet paper, tracking in the room. <laughs> anyway, let's go to this first story. Uh, MSNBC guest calls the founding fathers, quote, racist jerk faces who didn't believe in women's rights. So uh, left-wing legal analyst and frequent MSNBC guest, Ellie Mistal, attacked the Founding Fathers during his rant uh, about the Supreme Court on Tuesday's The Readout, Joy Reid show. Uh, the segment included a panel of uh, bashing the light leaked draft opinion by Justice Samuel Alito, which described overturning the landmark 1973 abortion case Roe versus Wade. While most criticized Alito and other conservative justices for their potential rulings, Mistal attacked the U.S. Constitution itself, calling the Founding Fathers, quote, Racist, misogynist, jerk faces. <laughs> Quote, Alito's fundamental uh, legal reasoning that the abortion is not a fundamental right because it doesn't go back to the found founding because founding fathers didn't recognize abortion as a fundamental right. And he's right about that. The founding fathers didn't recognize abortion as a fundamental right because the founding fathers were racist, misogynist, jerk faces who didn't believe that women had any rights at all. So, of course, they didn't believe that women had rights to their own bodies, Mistal said. The Founding Fathers didn't believe that marital rape was a thing, couldn't be a thing, according to the Founding Fathers. According to Samuel, Sam Alito, and the history of Sam Alito is, is accessing. Mistal also attacked Sen Senators Lisa Murkowski from Alaska and Susan Collins from Maine for voting to reform some of uh, former President Trump's Supreme Court nominees, voting to confirm, excuse me, some of pre former President uh, Trump's Supreme Court nominees, who many suspect will vote in favor of overturning Roe versus Wade. 
quote, look, either you believe that the founding fathers in their infinite wrongness were overcome by the 14th Amendment, which guarantees equal protection to all people in this country or get dumped, spitting everywhere. And if you don't believe that the 14th Amendment should guarantee women's rights to their own reproductive system, just like a man has a right to his own reproductive system, if you don't believe that, then we are living in a situation where women have second-class citizen status. If you do believe the 14th Amendment worked, then Samuel Alito's legal reasoning is laughable on its face and wrong, Mistal said. In March, Mistal uh, similarly denounced the U.S. Constitution as actually trash, defending his previously uh, controversial claim that the document was not good quote-unquote, not good, in his recently released book. Uh, MSNBC host Joy Reid was one of the many liberal media pundits who freaked out over the leaked opinion. Quote, the Christian nationalist right is building Gilead in America, and the Supreme Court is their deliberately relentless uh, federalist society, Bush, Trump, McConnell-created weapon, and this is just the start. Buckle up, women, LGBTQ people, and people of color were all on the menu. Read warned. You know, uh, there's a, they put a little sick in brackets near McConnell created because she left out an L in McConnell. It's like, you're just being a dick at that point. <laughs> Fox News, you know, spelling in check. That's the way she spelled it. She doesn't, she can't even spell Mitch McConnell's last name. People make mistakes. Okay. <laughs> That's all there is to it. You know, it's like, um, what I like is I like watching Ben Shapiro. I like hearing him mispronounce a word. It makes me feel better than him. <laughs> ah, you're not perfect. <laughs> or when I see a, a, a spelling error in his tweet. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, these liberals are, this is the maturity level that we're dealing with. with. They're, they're jerk faces. They're jerk faces because they're not giving us what we want. They won't let us kill babies for our own selfish reasons. You know, there's another lie that women are like, you know, keep your laws off my bodies. And, you know, it's just like women to do that. It's not all about you. That's a baby. That's a living human being inside of you. But you, you got to make it all about you, don't you? Anyway, let's talk about what happened to Dave Chappelle. So uh, Dave Chappelle attack uh, suspect is charged with assault with a deadly weapon. What? Anyway, so the suspect in Dave Chappelle's onstage attack has been arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon. The Los Angeles Police Department confirmed to Fox News Digital on Wednesday. Isaiah Lee, 23, was carrying a replica gun with a knife blade inside. Okay. When he attacked Chappelle during the Hollywood Bowl, police say. Authorities describe him as a black male with black hair and brown eyes, stands 5'11", and weighs about 140 pounds. Oh, trim. Trim, fella. The suspect, who resides in the Los Angeles area, is being held on $30,000 bail. Uh, Chappelle was performing part of his Netflix as a joke tour when he was attacked. Uh, videos of the incident show Lee jumping on the stage and tackling Chappelle. The suspect was injured and taken from the scene in an ambulance. Uh, he was swiftly taken away by security and other individuals who repeatedly hit the man just off stage. <laughs> video, video appears to show. Uh, good. I'm okay with that. Uh, immediately following the attack, Chappelle remained on stage and thanked security before joking that the incident was described and describing the individual who attacked him as a trans man. <laughs> uh, Ch Chappelle made several jokes about the trans community in his stand-up routine and even boasted during Tuesday night's performance that he has recently forced to increase his security amid new threats. The attack took place toward the end of Chappelle's stand-up routine. 
The comedian thanked both Buster Rhymes and Jamie Foxx for helping out following the attack. Whenever you're in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up in a sheriff's hat, he told the audience. <laughs> uh, comedian Chris Rock, who was slapped in the face by Will Smith on stage at the Oscars, also appeared on the stage, and the comedian joked, was that Will Smith following the physical attack on Chappelle? You know, um, God bless uh, Chris Rock, because, I mean, you know, that man has taken a slap, you know, from Will Smith and his, his response that night and since has been 100% amazing, amazing, very, very, uh, I don't know, like, what's the word, uh, peaceful, you know, you could, you could, yeah, you could press charges, he chose not to. And that's, you know, wasn't he a crackhead? Wasn't Chris Rock a crackhead at some point? You know, what's your secret, Chris Rock? Because <laughs> like I said, after, uh, you know, on my show, it slaps after that happened. I, you know, I said, you know, I wouldn't put up with that, even if it's Will Smith. It, we'd be fighting. You come up on stage and slap me in front of the whole world. We're fighting. But you did not, Chris Rock. And you have an amazing amount of grace under pressure. And um, and it's funny because uh, not funny, but I mean it's interesting because um, Dave Chappelle, you know, at, he almost like uh, for a while now he's been uh, attacked, you know, verbally and on the internet and so forth for the jokes he makes about you know the LGBT community and so forth. And even in uh, one last special he had, he did this real long joke where he's talking about the L the L's, the B's, the T's, and you know, in all in a car. And stuff like that and I thought it was a really good joke and he's also talked about his friendship with a transgender person you know and it like helped him try to understand things more and and, and that's great and everything but he, he kind of did all that as a way to like ingratiate himself to that community and say hey you know I don't mean any harm I'm just making jokes I'm making light of everything you know but you know people like that they don't have a sense of humor so they just they're just furious furious at Dave Chappelle. And no matter what you do, no matter what you do to appease these people, they're going to find another way to hate you, which doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Dave Chappelle is hilarious. One of the greatest living comedians we have left. You need to treat him with that, you know, with the kind of respect, you know, and if you don't have a sense of humor, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe you shouldn't be going to comedy shows. Anyway. So I'm glad Dave Chappelle's okay. I'm glad he had the, like, people like Jamie Foxx and Busta Rhymes there. Because, I mean, if I wouldn't be scared. <laughs> even if you were in Hollywood, you know, even if you, even if you were in L.A., you know, it'd be like, yeah, I got Jamie Foxx here, Busta Rhymes, and Chris Rock. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about L.A. some more. L.A. abortion protests turn violent. Uh, protesters lob rocks and bottles at cops and smash cruisers' windows. That's called a riot, by the way, a riot. See, when the left does it, it's not; a, it's just protests. It's fiery, but mostly mostly peaceful protests. You know, a bunch of uh, guys in togas and Viking ha helmets walking into the Capitol, and it's like, oh, that's an insurrection. They're they're trying to take down the government. Anyway, a lot of baggage. And it's a, it's, a, it's a riot. Anyway, so violence broke out uh, in Los Angeles Tuesday night as abortion rights protesters lobbed rocks and bottles at Los Angeles police officers and appeared to smash a Department of Homeland Security cruiser's window, sparking a citywide tactical alert. 
Video out of Los Angeles shows the protesters tagging a federal protective services car with graffiti and showing uh, and showing a window of one of the cruisers car cruisers cars shattered, windows shattered. I imagine uh, FPS is the is the police division of the Department of Homeland Security. Hundreds of protesters took to the streets of Los Angeles Tuesday evening in response to a leaked Supreme Court draft decision de detailing the nation's highest court alleged decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. Uh, Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore. Uh, said protesters in uh, began throwing rocks and bottles at officers, leaving at least one cop injured. A citywide tactical alert was ordered by the police department following the unarmed officer's injury. So that's like a meter made or something. Uh, another video showed protesters throwing a scooter, throwing a scooter at officers attempting to arrest a man. I guess you know if you have if that's what you have on hand. Thousands have taken to the streets uh, across the country in response to the leaked draft decision, including in New York, including in New York City at Foley Square outside the Supreme Court and outside the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. Quote, we refuse to let the U.S. Supreme Court deny women's humanity and decimate their rights. Protest signs in the New York City read. Uh, Chief Justice John Roberts condemned the leak on Tuesday, directing the marshal of the court to investigate the matter. Quote, to the extent this portrayal of the confidences of the court was intended to undermine the integrity of our operations, it will not succeed. The work of the court will not be affected in any way, Robert said. Good for him. Yeah, it's, it's like I said earlier, you know, these, these idiots, they have no idea how this government works. They're, they're rioting like that. And they're, they're doing all this because they want to scare the Supreme Court justices into voting against it because it was like, oh, if we if we if we overturn Roe versus Wade, there's gonna be riots all over the country, and they're gonna it's gonna be our fault. Our nation falls apart. It's like no, no. If these people are too stupid to realize, it's like, hey, we still live in L.A. <laughs> we still live in L.I. We still live in L.I. You know, all these all these Hollywood assholes are still gonna want to get abortions. Amber Heard's gonna want to get an abortion soon. I guarantee it. <laughs> so i mean it's <laughs> i i just don't you know overturning roe versus wade just does not mean it's making it illegal you do not understand how things work how words work you don't even understand how words work anyway <laughs> all right um i want to talk about Brittany griner uh because i talked to her about her a couple weeks ago she's being uh detained been detained by russia so uh, Brittany Griner's Russia detention, what Bill Richardson's involvement could mean for the WNBA star. Uh, Bill, Richards, Bill Richardson, the former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations and former governor of New Mexico, will be working at the behest of Gr Brittany Griner's family to help secure her release, Fox News Digital confirmed on Tuesday. Uh, Griner was arrested in February after Russian officials claimed uh, a search of her luggage revealed vape cartridges containing oil derived from cannabis. Griner could, be fa could face up to a decade in prison if she's convicted, and she's expected to have a hearing in Russia on May 19th. Richardson's involvement came at the same time at the same time the U.S. State Department said in a statement to Fox News Digital that Griner has been uh, reclassified as being, quote, wrongfully detained. The welfare and safety of U.S. citizens abroad is among the highest priorities of the U.S. government, State Department uh, spokesperson said. Uh, the Department of State has determined that the Russian Federation has wrongfully detained U.S. citizen Brittany Griner. With this determination, the special presidential envoy for, uh, for hostage affairs, uh, Roger Carstens, Roger Carstens, 
will lead in the interagency team for securing Britney, securing Britney Griner's release. Griner's Lindsay uh, Kawaga Colas was also released also released a statement on the WNBA star's detention on Tuesday. Britney has been t- detained for 75 days, and our expectation is that the White House uh, do whatever is necessary to bring her home. Said the state, she said in a statement to Fox News Digital. Richardson, who served as ambassador during the Clinton administration, also had a helping hand in getting Americans out of North Korea and Burma after he left his post. Richardson helped state, uh, the State Department secure the release of Evan Hunziger, Hunziger, excuse me, forgive me, who was the first American citizen to be arrested in North Korea on espionage charges, charges since the end of the Korean War. Hunziker. I think I got it right. Has spent three months in uh, was spent three months in 1996 in in custody before U.S. officials secured his release. In 2013, Richardson led a humanitarian mission to North Korea to try to talk to Pyongyang about the release of Kenneth Bay, who was accused of trying to help topple the government. Richardson and others failed to get him released, and he was sentenced to 15 years in prison before he was released in 2014. Ohio Governor John Kasich assisted Richardson in. Uh, in his help trying to get uh, Otto Warmbier released from North Korean custody, it was detained in a visit in 2016. Warmbier was released in 2017 in a vegetative state. In 2021, Richardson negotiated with military junta to release uh, journalist Danny Fenster, who was uh, sentenced to 11 years in prison over alleged incitement and violations of laws of immigration and unlawful assembly. So, yeah, he has a lot of history in trying to free American citizens who are, like, detained in other countries. Because I think that's incredibly not cool. Incredibly not cool. Uh, Especially for something as simple as, you know, like CBD oil. You know. Because that's what they're talking about. It's derived from cannabis, so that's illegal. That's that's like pot. That's like pot. Only got to do a rushing. Let's look pot. It is pot. You're arrested. And, uh, you know, why do you care about some WNBA player? It's like, I care because it's a it, American citizen. Okay. It's not because it's like, oh, you know, the team's going to suffer or anything like that. I don't, I don't care about that. I care about the fact that, you know, another country, because I believe in nationalism. I believe that, you know, we have, we have rights as nations. And when another country detains one of our people while traveling through, you know, their country. You know, that's a big issue. And I really don't think that, you know, uh, uh, Russia needs to be doing that kind of stuff. And it just infuriates me. It makes me <laughs> makes me want to, you know, be king of the world and send a bunch of battle groups to Russia and destroy them. Makes me mad. Makes me mad. All right. We're going to do two happier stories to close the week out. And then we'll get out of here. All right. So, uh... <laughs> Here's something not too far away from where we are here in Fredericksburg. <clears throat> so Maryland, co- uh, Maryland County Council meeting disrupted by man in poop emoji costume with a stink bomb. Okay, you ready for this? Maryland City Council meeting was interrupted by disgruntled man in an emoji costume. The Anne Arundel City Council was interrupted Monday by a man wearing a costume based on the ubiquitous Apple poop emoji, according to Fox 5 DC. The man also broke a stink bomb on the meeting floor. That's just too far. The man identified himself as Phil Atato, Atato, A-T-E-T-O, and gave testimony at the meeting, according to the Capital Gazette. 
Atito complained that the Police Accountability Board has been established by council uh, without the involvement of the Anne Arundel County Coalition for Police Accountability. Officials confirmed he's attending a series of meetings leading up to Monday. The man was eventually escorted out of the building. Yeah, uh, <laughs> people are crazy. Uh, you shouldn't have had a stink bomb. Stink bombs are just nasty. Don't do that. Uh, I understand you're trying to make a point, but you know, the costume, costume is enough. You know, I think it's allowed. If you want to like dress up as a clown and go to the, you know, school board meeting or something like that, because the point you want to make is like, you people are clowns. That's fine. But once you start having one of those horns and going, <laughs> honking at everything, now you've taken it too far. Now you've taken it too far. Alrighty. Now let's, uh, let's talk about <laughs> the clouders of Hawaii, the glarings of Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii stray cats pose major threat to protected species. Why visitors should be cautious. Get this. Plenty of cats may look cute and cuddly, but the strays in Hawaii are doing more damage than many people realize, according to experts. And for all those planning to visit the Aloha State this year, uh, whether in the week ahead or later in 2022, this information is useful. Uh, the majority of wild and feral cats throughout the Hawaiian Islands tend to hunt certain protected species of wildlife, plus they spread disease. Uh, experts at Hawaii's Department of Land Natural Resources, uh, DLNR, are cautioning visitors against interacting with the cats. The Aquatic Division's Ryan Jenkinson, Ph.D., shared in an interview with Fox News Digital exactly how the cats are harming Hawaiian wildlife. They are incredibly destructive animals to the native species in Hawaii, he said. Since Hawaii species uh, evolved without threats to predators and a lot of other animals, Hawaii, uh, Hawaiian monk seals included, they are not equipped with defense mechanisms to ward off predatory cats. Cats don't hunt or harass monk seals, but they are still a primary suspect in seal mortality due to toxoplasmosis. The disease is transferred through oocytes, uh, oocytes, excuse me, been a long time since biology class. Oocytes found in uh, feline feces, which wash down the streams and eventually to the ocean, uh, Jenkinson noted. Quote, the parasite, for some reason, reacts uh, strongly with marine mammals, he said. It has a disp disproportionate effect on monk seals. The worst part of it is it seems to target females, especially pregnant females. Yeah, that's not good at all. Uh, humans can also contract toxoplasmosis uh, through in increased exposure to cats, which the expert says has a legitimate impact on brain, fun brain function. Uh, cat scratch fever, you know what I'm saying? Jenkinson also mentioned the most unbelievable number of native birds that cats kill per year. Meanwhile, DLNR Forestry Division's Josh Atwood confirmed uh, that some seabirds that nest on the ground are being attacked, obviously. Uh, cats are amazing predators of wildlife. Uh, they even fed cats have an instinct to hunt wild animals, and anyone that has a cat knows that. <laughs> uh, the department has captured uh, footage of cats slinking into bird burrows to hunt. The expert added that toxoplasmosis harmful to marine animals can infect birds as well. It might be difficult to ignore large groups of adorable-looking cats when visiting Hawaii, but the two experts agreed that feeding and nurturing the cats would only worsen the issue and further spread the disease. Quote, it's so hard because you don't realize uh, that by giving them food, letting them continue to reproduce, they're having a huge impact on our na native species here, Jenkinson's added. 
Uh, it is a hard subject because people really love their cats. Just a suggestion for people visiting. Don't feed the cats. If you want to take them home with you, awesome. For visitors who would like to be affectionate in a safe space in Hawaii's cats, uh, Lene Cat Sanctuary allows tourists to interact with cats in a protected enclosure. Uh, the private non-profit uh, non organization recommended by Atwood is located on the island of Lene, and uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, sorry. Lanai. It makes an effort to separate the cats from outdoor areas inhabited by native species. Cats and sanctuaries, go visit them, pet them, Atwood said, but otherwise, please don't feed cats. Uh, yeah. Um, lesson number one from all this is spay or neuter your cats, especially the cats. Now, I don't know if you know anything about glarings, <laughs> which is a group or a clouder of cats. They are incredibly dangerous. They are incredibly dangerous because cats are friggin' filthy. They are filthy, filthy creatures. And, you know, and that's what the toxoplasmosis is an issue, you know, because they're constantly pooping and stepping in their poop and, you know, and they're never taking a bath. They're cats. You ever seen a cat in a bath? No. They think licking themselves is what keeps them clean. They're disgusting creatures. They're disgusting creatures. And spay or neuter your pets. If you want to have a cat at home, fine. But when, you know, uh, if you don't do that and they're going to drop a litter, a certain percentage of every litter may end up out on the streets, may end up as a, you know, feral cat, as they say, or a stray cat. A stray cat strut. It's a lady's man. Shoes thrown at me by a mean old man. Get my dinner from a garbage can. Anyway, this is going to be the end of the show. Uh, I want to remind you again to go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Become a patron. I would appreciate that. Three bucks a month. It's never been cheaper with inflation being the way it is. Go, go become a patron. I would appreciate that for my birthday on Friday. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be all shaved next week. I shave every... Uh, uh, my birthday every year to remind myself why I'm ugly and why I need to grow the facial hair. So uh, next week I'll look different. Um, yeah, go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Become a patron. Buy me some beer. You can also send me money through Cash App. Use hashtag shockmonkeyradio. All one word. I would appreciate that. You can uh, also buy my books. Links are down in the description. Uh, unless you're watching live, then, you know, look at last week's video. The links are there. Um, yeah. Also follow me on social media. Uh, Wasteland Backwards on Twitter. Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook and at SL Robbins 13 on Instagram. I would appreciate it very much. So this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm your host, the Madman, and I love you. <laughs>